Hi friends, welcome to A Beautiful Life Podcast. A Beautiful Life is a podcast that encourages you and gives you ideas on how to live a more meaningful life and celebrate that life every day in faith, in hope, and in peace. Plus, reviews and recommendations of good books to read, good eats, and good places to visit. This week, our topic is very interesting. One of the few people, should I say few? Well, yeah, few people that is very much credible to talk about this topic, <laughs> just like I am, is one of my good friends. And we haven't caught up on each other actually for the longest time, but it's very good that we've got the time together doing this podcast. And we will be talking about being 30, over 30, <laughs> and single. Let's welcome to the show, Jobez Oberes. Hi. <laughs> that would mean if you said that I am one of the most credible, that means that I am indeed 30 and over 30 and single. Let's not and just be specific with that. Let's just say over yes, 30. Over 30 and single. And yes, I am navigating the single life for quite a while now. I don't know how, how, until when would I navigate that or if I would ever get off the boat of being single. But I sure have so many things to say and I'm sure we will enjoy this conversation. For this week, we will be talking about the struggles and the delights <laughs> of being single. As sure as there are struggles, there are also delights. Mm -hmm. But first off, let's talk about the struggles. And we've listened to a podcast where with, with Dr. James Dobson earlier mm -hmm. before actually doing this show. And um, we've listened to him interviewing Rebecca, Rebecca St. James, James, who yes. had a very interesting story. And one of those struggles that we can relate to is, of course, loneliness, pain, and embarrassment. embarrassment. Right. Yes. Can you talk about that? Well, a lot of us singles... Loneliness, pain, embarrassment are inevitable. We may appear on the outside that we're like social butterflies here and there. You could see us in parties or be very happy about what we're doing, yeah. very self-accomplished, <laughs> doing a lot of things at the same time. But there are times when we get lonely and um, no amount of social calendar can actually, you know, it plots itself in our calendar. <laughs> the loneliness part, it plots itself in our calendar. And we feel that, most especially <laughs> for women, <laughs> during PMS. PMS. Right, yes. right. And there's actually no explanation for that. I don't know how <laughs> you can even explain that. And we try as much as we can to, to somehow get through that phase, but it... And I've been telling, well, I've shared this to you before that loneliness is, is a, a phase of, well, it's not really a phase. It's something that gets us, makes us a little bit humble. Yes. Because sometimes when we're single, we are always on the go, on the go. We, we feel that we can do everything. There's no stopping us. But this, of loneliness that you don't even know what can fill it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can't even figure out if it's a guy or another gadget or going somewhere else. It's just that pang of something. And, Let's um, just blame it on the hormones, probably. Yes, yes. <laughs> and um, sometimes um, it really humbles us because it makes us feel that and realize that we're not superhumans after all. 
right and you know what another thing that i can't um, quite comprehend it's just the fact that for some people well mostly for some people mm-hmm. i don't know if it's true with you Jabez. they are embarrassed to be seen alone eating in a restaurant or watching movies for an introvert like me maybe not really i don't mm-hmm. mind being alone in a restaurant i don't mind having coffee in a little corner of the coffee house or wherever i don't mind eating i definitely don't mind watching movies alone but which i usually don't <laughs> do anyway because i'm not a movie mm-hmm. goer but is it is it the same is it true for you well i find it really funny because I don't mind being alone. It's just that, well, well, there's this story. One time I was at a restaurant and I I think you know this story because I I posted this once on Facebook. I was at a restaurant eating alone. And then the waiter, after delivering my order, after a few minutes, went back to me and asked me, Ma'am, are you okay? (laughs) And I was like, for the first time in my life, I felt that I have never been insulted by a waiter, only that time. But my concern more of eating alone is this. If I am alone at a restaurant, for example, and I'm eating, and then the restaurant is fully packed, and then there's this group of five people or three people who comes in and they can't, they don't have room for them. Right. There, I, there I am eating in a like table, good for five, and then there's just me. So I feel like this is really awkward. I feel re- really embarrassed because I feel that they're looking at me and telling me, hey, you could just move away. Yes. <laughs> if you're not there, we could take that space. Well, that's basically my... Just the city yes, arrangement. Yes, yes, that's what comes to my mind when when I eat out. So usually I eat at a place that is not too crowded so I won't be very embarrassed right. at people coming in. But as to being found alone and not with someone, I, I guess I'm not really I'm not really embarrassed by it. In fact many people when I go to the malls or friends that I see at the malls would ask, who are you with? And I would always say, um, should I be with someone <laughs> at the mall? I, f- I feel that it's very, it's very practical to be alone at the mall, especially if you're buying something. So yes. So yes, I'm not embarrassed at all. Yes. It's the, it's just the thing. I don't know. Um, there's a certain, there's a certain stigma that society probably have put into single people yes that you know when you're when you're single there is something wrong with you true 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 or that um it's like a disease when you're out alone and people would be why are you alone it's just like why should i be with someone in the first place i mean you know it should be something like um practical there's there's nothing wrong with it so (laughs) yes it's true that we feel lonely at times embarrassed at times embarrassed at times for reasons not really tied to <laughs> not being with someone but it's just usually <laughs> yes for practical <laughs> reasons especially with the seating capacity <laughs> so lesson learned don't go into a crowded restaurant go find a, a restaurant that probably is struggling <laughs> and have no no people eating yeah. there so then you can give them business so that's one of the one of the three struggles that we will be talking about. Yeah. So loneliness, pain, embarrassment, which is true. We don't deny that. We mm-hmm. don't. That's the truth. Do we experience that? But more than experiencing, I think loneliness and embarrassment, it's that we also experience a lot of joy. Mostly, true, true. 
it's not it's just usually during the weeks of you know when the period is coming <laughs> so we feel yeah. we feel an intense mm. loneliness to that well the second struggle that we experience especially for quote-unquote older single <laughs> We learned yes. that phrase from Rebecca St. James anyway. Which we belong <laughs> to the category we belong to. Yes. Okay. And it says the fear of losing that chance of having babies. What are your thoughts to that, Bess? I think it's very natural and, well, because we're women are wired to have the mother instinct. Yes. We could even feel like a parent to a dog or a cat. Right. So it's, it's, it's part of us to want to be a mother. And I feel that most women are making the mistake of getting into a relationship just because they fear that they'll miss out the boat or that they're, they would not be able to make babies. And, um, I think that's very real for a lot of us, mm-hmm. but how you actually face the reality of not having babies in the future and the possibility of not ever having babies would really help you put yourself in a certain perspective and decision making on so if you're not going to have babies what are you going to do yeah so if you get married like at 50 and you're not going to have babies so what family life would you have Mm -hmm. and which, by the way, is true because, you know, God can always... Yes, yes. And, and I know of couples who are married and even at an early age they were married and did, God did not give them children. Yet they enjoy a life of the same happiness that the couple with children have. So I think that babies are important. Raising children is yes. a gift, is a privilege given to some. But if you would like to grab that gift just because you want it, I think there's something wrong with that. So you really have to ask God first, are you raising children really for me? Yes. Are having babies and burying them really for me? Right. Because if it's not, if it's not, and you're grabbing it from God, uh, from God's hand, you know, it's one thing to ask it from God, and it's another thing to grab it from His hands. Right. I think we're putting ourselves in trouble if that is the case. Yes, and that reminds me of the story of um, Abraham and Sarah, right? True, true. So uh, the history was really changed after yes. they took that plan out it's of quite God's painful. hand. Yes, it is. And like the world as it is now, history actually really changed. (laughs) And it's not as easy as we think it is. And basically, I've been asked a lot (laughs) with that. And a few people have actually tried to be God, small g, in my life by trying to match make me (laughs) for the thought that, you know, when you're an older single woman, (laughs) they'd probably say you lose the chance of having babies because of your biological clock or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But see, that reminds me that the God who created me knows exactly what is good for me. So if he thinks that my age now, that I shouldn't have babies yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But if God tells me that you're not married now and you're not having babies at this age, then He knows exactly what true, what is best for my life. Yeah. 
And if he tells me you're still having babies, and even if at age 50, 50 then 52. that's a miracle. <laughs> 52. Yes. And because he's God, he can do a lot of miracles. I mean, you know, even the thought that people would be thinking, even I probably would be thinking it's impossible. But if God says it's possible, why not? Fear is real. And, but it shouldn't really paralyze us. True. Or make us make stupid decisions or yes. things that. You know, there are even people, you would not believe this, but there are friends, well-meaning male friends who would tell me, you know, if you want to have kids, I can volunteer. <laughs> but, you know, I, in my economy, that's not how it works. Yeah. So, so, well, some people make those decisions just so they can have babies. And I feel that later on in life, it would be harder. It's harder enough to raise a kid with both parents being there. And then you just... Wanting to have babies and then trying to say that I can raise this myself. So I just have babies without the help of another person. I think that's a really hard place to be in. Yeah, and you don't really have to push the issue because then you don't have to... See, when we have fear, we lose the trust and the confidence in God. So probably that is also an issue of how how well do we trust God in our lives. And basically, I made a joke a few times with friends and with people at work usually i would say okay let's go find a sperm cell bank <laughs> and we should really choose one with blue eyes maybe green eyes and see if it's it a match has to for be, me uh, intellectually yes we have <laughs> to analyze the xy chromosomes whatever True. but although fear is a real struggle but we shouldn't be paralyzed with it True. because you know the god who created us knows what's really best for us so it's an issue of confidence in God and trust in Him. Yeah. Which leads us to our third struggle. Which is? <laughs> the notion that we are not com- complete. complete. Oh my goodness. This is very There's common. a joke that says, um, you are 100% woman. And then I would always say that I am a woman and a half. <laughs> So, some women are not 100%, some are 100%, and, you know, me, I am more than complete. (laughs) Yes. Because some people would really think that we are not complete just because we lack the better half. True. But, in fact, there's a thought, I'm not sure if it's Mandy Hale, the author who said it, that our partners, our spouses Mm -hmm. should not really complete us, but complement us. So we should enter into a relationship being complete in ourselves Mm -hmm. because, which I agree because if you enter a relationship and if you're not complete, you will demand whatever you lack from your spouse and definitely one way or the other, maybe in the first few years, he or she can give it to you, but in the end, he or she will eventually, you know, give up. True. And will not be able to actually do that. And yes, we have well-meaning friends <laughs> who try who to try to matchmake us or analyze what's wrong with us so that we can move on and try to finally find the man of our dreams. Yes, when in fact there's nothing wrong with us. It's just that I just don't know why society. It was Jerry Maguire who actually used yes. that line in the movie Jerry Maguire. Yes, he said, "You complete me," and it sounded so romantic. And so everyone. <laughs> wanted to use the line and so maybe you know women try to feel incomplete because they want somebody to to sweep them off their feet and say that 
<laughs> yes, but we realize talking to our friends in mm-hmm. real life that mm-hmm. usually really marriage is more than mm-hmm. just completing true, each other. True, true. It's more than that. So yes, the struggle is there. Mm-hmm. As we always say, as if we have we've been talking about and because as single people usually like the married people would tell us that you know you're just denying it we're not denying it the mm-hmm. struggle is there but we just do not want to ma- minimize or no maximize mm-hmm. the struggle because mm-hmm. you see what you feed lives what you starve dies so we want to starve true, the struggles true. and we want to feed on the delights of being single because mm-hmm. in fact i've also have friends who are married who sometimes when they're struggling in their <laughs> marriage would wish, wish that, that they, they are were single, single true and just the other way around. So when you when you're single, you would want to wish you're married. But then it's another story when you actually reach that mm-hmm. phase. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing that we would want the world to know: when you're single, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with you. True. No matter how old you True. may be, and you're still single, yeah. whether you're a man or a woman, there is nothing wrong with you. If you're listening, if you're single, there's nothing wrong with you. Or maybe Enjoy we can put it this way, that as a person, there may be something wrong with us. Like, there are things we need to work on, like our weaknesses. But yes. the single face itself, there's nothing wrong with being exactly. single. Because just yeah. the same is true. Even if you're married, and you still have work things out. Yeah, to yeah. work on yourself. And, you know, that just makes me think. You have to work on your weaknesses in yourself. And you true. still have another partner. <laughs> That is also working out his yes. weaknesses or may not be working out his weaknesses. So it's going to be a struggle. <laughs> you could just right. imagine the struggle. Not to say that, you know, co- our couple friends out there, you know, we know we're happy. <laughs> but forgive us. We're trying to. Yes. After all, we're biased. We're single people and women at that. And speaking of being single, like, you know, the notion that we are not mm-hmm. complete. There's a thought that came to mind. After all, well, because we're women. Mm-hmm. So we would think of the women. After all, we don't have... Our ribs are complete. True. So <laughs> men are the ones who are incomplete. Yes. <laughs> so we are complete. So the delights, Jabez. Delighted. Yes. <laughs> Delightedly single. I should write a book entitled Delightedly Single. You should revive your post, actually. Yeah, okay, and that be the first post. <laughs> I'll do that next You week. should revive your blog and be the first post. The delightfully single. single. Well, people, I think you should, um, you should tell those who are listening... You actually, I won. Uh, yes, a championship. National, yes, and you can tell college. them what actually is the the title, title of yes. your speech. I won a humorous speech contest by the Toastmasters International. It was in two thousand nine, I think, and the title of this speech was "Single, Satisfied, and Sexy." If the listeners don't know. <laughs> You should post my picture. I'm a little bit on the plus side. <laughs> so, sexy is a word that's debatable, but I claim it anyway. So, I was single, satisfied, and sexy, and I still am. Yes. And, yeah, that's why I said that you're <laughs> credible. Credible, yes. About this. I have a national trophy, though. <laughs> I have a yes. national trophy to that hammers That hammers in the topic unanimously between the mm-hmm. two of us mm-hmm. the first delight of being single is the freedom so the freedom that we have actually yeah. because we don't have to check in with our partners or yeah. our spouses can we do this can we do that can yeah. we spend on this or can we like you know um, where do we go what do we eat yeah. 
Where do we spend the vacation, or where do we spend <laughs> Christmas Eve? Yes, or because New you were Year's? you were just you know, um, off the uh, off the show just before doing this, we were talking about that, and one of the concerns that Jabez had was and where to spend <laughs> New Year's Eve or Christmas, <laughs> and the fact that you have been spending like me, I've been spending thirty four years at my parents' house, for which Christmas you just Eve. revealed your age. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then after, like, if I marry next year, that would mean, that would probably mean that I'd spend Christmas Eve at somewhere else, someone else's house, yes. which would be my in-law's house. Not to say that they will, it would not be en- enjoyable, but it would feel different not spending time at your family's house. Yeah, especially so. if the members of your family are getting fewer and fewer. Yeah, yeah. Because if some people, yes. Out or everybody's marrying, so. Yes. And especially if the family ties actually is yes, really strong. Yeah. But you yes. see, one of the delights of being single is the freedom. Yes, the freedom. Yeah. In your case, what, what freedom is that? I feel that the freedom to pursue my passions, like godly passions, like if I am, um, for example, like I'm working in a ministry in a Bible college. Mm-hmm. So basically, since I'm single, I could spend 24 hours there. I'm basically <laughs> spending 24 hours there because I live there. And I could be the person who could volunteer like 100%. If there's an emergency, you could rush anyone, uh, like a student to the hospital. I would yes. be the one to volunteer volunteer first because I'm the most available. I could pursue anything I want. I could I could actually go on a study leave. I could dream dreams. Yes. I could start anything without having to worry about where am I going to fit this in my time because I don't have to check somebody's schedule if right. if it's um, compatible to my schedule so that's that's i think in my in my on my end that's the freedom that i enjoy the most to spend time in my passions and to dream and you know without having to consider so many things like a husband or children to take care of when i am dreaming of going to school for example all right, that's right. Well, before we move on, just, uh, you know, uh, our excuses, if you might have heard dogs <laughs> on the background, we're here in my little ETBT dining room. Which is so, beautiful, <laughs> by the way. I enjoy it very much. So it's not so much of a studio, so you might hear some echoes there and a few other pets. But if they would volunteer <laughs> to share their studio right. with us, we would love to have it. That's right. So see, the freedom, well, for me, I guess, one of the freedoms that I would enjoy, and I'm so delighted, mm-hmm. is the freedom to actually spend my money True. on things that I really like. So I would like buy so many planners as I can. Journals. Journals. And mind you, I would buy it from abroad. So the shipping <laughs> cost is like... An, there were people, even my sister, my siblings would ask, how in the world are you able to spend so much for just a mm-hmm. planner? But see, it's one of my passion. I like having planners. I like having journals. because I like to plan. <laughs> I like to plan. I, li- I like to journal. Yeah. I write. I'm a prolific list maker. I list everything from books that I've read and, you know, the feelings that I have yes. and everything else. You catalog. You can catalog your whole house, your whole <laughs> She likes to list things. <laughs> so it's like that. So when you're married, probably you get to cut a lot of true, that. True, true. And you have to consider what will the other members of your family think mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. indulge yourself so much on what you like. Mm-hmm. 
your priorities change, I think. Right. That's why your financial, well, spending would have to change too, so. Yes, yeah, so that's one of the freedoms that I enjoy. But if if I would also, well, going back to a str- to the struggles, I think personally because I'm not rich, <laughs> and um, I, I, well, I have an income, but sometimes I feel we're not rich in the <laughs> the perspective of the world. Of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I mean is, uh, going back to the struggles, I think also there's a tr- struggle, financial struggle, to being single. You see, sometimes this is how I see it. It's very simple, but. This is one of the struggles that I feel as a single, as a single person. If I go to a restaurant, for example, and like to eat something, yes. Usually, I don't like to eat just a like a meal with one bite. <laughs> but if you order something, it's usually good for two or three right. persons. And so, if I like to eat two kinds of, you know, food. I have to spend more, but if I am with somebody, he can order can the other. <laughs> yes, he can split the bill, the bill, or or he can at least you know it's worth your the one you're paying, we're paying for. So I think in that sense, that's a struggle of being single financially. Yeah. Also, you buy things. If you buy a fridge, for example, you buy it with your own money. But if you have somebody, if you're married, it's both your money you're spending yes. on a fridge. So. I think there's a struggle to be to the there's a financial struggle, but there's also a financial yes, it's freedom 50/50. Yeah, to being single. Well, it's half in fact. Well, it's as you said, it's more the priorities actually yeah. that changes the whole thing. And the second delight, probably this is true for us Filipinos mm-hmm. especially because we're really tightly knitted to our true, families. True. And so, the second delight that we can talk about is being available to members of the family whenever they need us. True, true. Like, if, if, well, we've mentioned about spending holidays yes. and not having to choose where to spend the holidays. But other than that, like, if your parents get sick or yes. a family member needs you to watch their kids or somebody needs you in the family or a friend, you'd always be available because you, have no family to take care of. Yes. Or like, for example, I've been teased by my cousins and friends that I always carry a big bag with me because I'm always <laughs> on the go. Like, even the students in the campus who where I live in, they would ask would always ask me where I was going because they always have a big bag with me. Because if somebody texts me, like a friend or a cousin would say, can you sleep at the house because we don't have... Uh, well, we don't have company, then I could just, you know, pack my bags and You're go right call. away. Yes. And so, in a way, you become a blessing to people too because of yes. that freedom. Yeah, not that people can just pull us mm-hmm. on and off, but you see, if, there are, if our family needs us, then yes, yes. we can be there. We don't have to see because usually, like in the Philippines, well, Filipinos usually, mm-hmm. like, we somehow are still tied to our families even True. if we are married. <laughs> but the priority is actually your number one priority when you're married is, is your, your family. family. So right. your family, your own family has to come first before your parents and your siblings. But if you're single, you're available anytime they need you, especially on emergencies. True. And the third Delight, where we can say, is we can develop friendships and relationships mm-hmm. in a way that we cannot develop otherwise if True. we're married. So basically, yeah, as you also mentioned, we can just, you know, at any time when our friends, friends need, need us. us. Yeah. You remember the times, those times? 
<laughs> when we would walk long miles yes. or um, just spend the night together or go to a jazz fest we don't understand exactly any music <laughs> like like do you remember going to a jazz fest and we didn't know what jazz fest or jazz music is really about and we were waiting for the lyrics <laughs> yes and we were actually we could be actually you know foolish and stupid at times and and not really think about the consequence of <laughs> With, without having to worry what our partners will think of us true if we're trying to be someone foolish there. But we were actually, j- that jazz fest, we were waiting for Kenny G. Yes. And but <laughs> there was no Kenny it. G. So it was like, okay, this is not jazz after all. And then we're one biased. of our friends was um, saying, when will they play a song that has lyrics? And I was like, <laughs> this is a jazz fest. So we can actually do those things and a little bit waste our time on those things. But at the same time, develop friendships know other people very well appreciate them at the same time get to know ourselves well i think that's also a, a the delight of being yes. single you get to really know yourself and you get to discover a lot of who you are especially when it comes to your relationship with god exactly or even rediscover god and rediscover god because yes. you have all the time in the world to do that and then there's no, there are no other like barriers or there are no other things to be concerned of. Like if you're, for example, if you're lonely, if you're sad or if you're angry, you, there's nobody to talk to and help you analyze yourself or nobody to tell you, you know, you're like this or like that. So you basically come to God and say, Lord, why am I like this? Yeah. And so. The uh, the answer is quite authentic because it's from God. Then you ask right. your spouse, for example, and your spouse is a little bit biased about, <laughs> about the, the answer. So. Yes, which is true. And um, I would always usually say, I think just very recently I've posted something. You know, I've, I've taken a picture of this, of a scene in one of the travels I had. And I've posted there somewhere a caption for that picture in instagram i just said that lord you never fail to amaze me and it's you and me together we can do this because i have nothing but you which is true we can actually go deeper in relationships with god because when you feel when you feel the struggles the loneliness the pain the embarrassment or whatever struggle that you're feeling the fears actually and you have not no one to talk to you go straight to god and so then you develop your relationship to God in that place. Alright, Jabez. So yes. that's being single. Let's talk about your reviews. Do you have any good books to recommend? Or maybe good eats? As you said, that well, in the places. <laughs> good eats. Or good places when in Cadiz. When in Cadiz. Yes. Welcome from Cadiz. So if you go to Cadiz, of course we offer a lot of dried fish <laughs> you can go there if you're, if you're like a dried fish addict you can get there for a very cheap price but Cadiz is or if you're into business yeah, if you're thinking into, of your, yeah, your if socially you're business, you, can, you can get social things. enterprise but I because I only go to Cadiz every weekends, and so I'm quite surprised about what is happening there there are even small pizza places there now so it's 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 interesting you're like a stranger yes, in your like, own I'm home. like a stranger there now but it's interesting how Cadiz has evolved through the years and so if you go there there are nice places to eat mm-hmm. and not too many interesting places to 
like hang out but except for Lakawan probably yes, the beach no, I think they're renovating it to be a little bit more world class that's that's what I heard but it's a good place also to stay um, as for eating here in Bacolod I think my favorite place recently what is along the east area like mm-hmm. High Strip because there are a lot of eating places there. Yes. Just the other night, I ate at East Bites. Yeah. In East Walk. Yes, my friend has been telling me about that. Yes. And I have been looking for samosas the whole time and nobody... Because I used to buy the samosas at an Indian place here in Villamon. Yes. But they closed. Yes. And so when I got there last night, I was so delighted that they had samosas <laughs> on that menu. So I ordered samosas and they had... Indonesian food mm-hmm. and basically East Asian menu so you can check it out it's 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 a cool place and the food is great and not too pricey yeah and that's free advertising yeah. here <laughs> is, is that allowed here <laughs> well one of the I've been for me talking about good eats I've discovered this place called Kabara Cafe where they're like it's it, it's beside West Negros now STI University yeah. which which side is um, that I'm not sure it's it's well when you're facing STI it's on your right it's in the building right beside it okay and I've discovered that place and I've liked their humus oh. it's a Lebanese place and I've liked their yogurt pasta they have? Yes. And there were times that I would just so they have order... they like Middle Eastern Yes. Food. It's like... It's Lebanese. Ooh. It's Mediterranean Ooh. thingy. But it's I good. It's it's really good. And I've enjoyed that. So, they have pita, like pita bread. Yes. And, oh, you should go so there. So like, you know, when... when and it's, it's, it's cheap. It's not very expensive. So coming from the office, you see, when you live... Well, you know, when you're when you're single, you're single. You, you you hate to cook, which I don't really cook. That it's quite much. expensive to cook food for a single one. person. Yes, yes, exactly. So I would pass by there, get takeaway, and then just eat at home pita bread and hummus that would last me two meals already. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a big eater, but I like their hummus. It's it's authentic. Really? I should say. Well, I'm not really a food foodie, food. licensed <laughs> foodie, but. <laughs> For me, it is. It's really good, and it's it's not very expensive mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll try that. It's out. worth it. Yes, it's Kabara Cafe. Mm-hmm. What else can you recommend? Good books. Books. Well, if when you it have? comes to relationships, I think and about navigating the single. I would say navigate because you'll never know if you if exactly you, there's a. It's either that you enjoy the journey or the destination, <laughs> whatever. But if you na- navigate the single life, I would say that they should read. Hopefully single by Dr. Harold Sela. Mm-hmm. That's a that's like a manual for every single person, especially yes. the women. And then there's also this book by Heather Patton Todd. Mm-hmm. It's called Emotional Purity. That changed my life. By the way, Heather is one of my Facebook friends now. After mm-hmm. reading the book, I added her on Facebook, Facebook. and then she she's Patton Todd now. But when she wrote that book. I forgot what she was. Heather Paulson. So she eventually was she married. Yeah, and um, her book is about when you're single. You it's not only being physically, uh, physically unattached that yes. means that you're single. It also means that you're not emotionally attached to a 
person or an idea of, of falling in love that you should also be emotionally pure. So I think you should check that out. And yes. if I could find out the author of that other book that I told you about, it's Singlehood. I'm going to check it out. I'm going <laughs> to let you post it. And yes, we'll then, put that on the show notes. Yes, yes. And then um, they could also check it out. It's it's all in the perspective of what God wants you as a single person to do and be while you're single. Because really, being single is actually... Um, I like the word that you use, navigating. Yeah, because yes. it's, not, it's not the end. And at the same time, it's not the all. Yes. So it's not the end. It's not the all. It's a phase of life. True. And when God has called you to be really single forever, yes. then you have the grace to actually true, true. enjoy everything, every true. moment of it. It's it's not it's not a burden. Yes, yes. It, and if you're called to be single, you would feel it because you would enjoy the single life. Right. Yes. Some you know, some married people were really called to be single. That's why they're miserable <laughs> in their married life. And some are called to be married but they chose not yes. to be married. And, and that's instead why they're wanting to be single and so they're miserable singles. Which one are we? Which ones are we? I hope we're not miserable singles. We have to be. We have to ask God: Are we really destined to be singles? Or yes, except for well, probably they should ask ask those questions at the right time, not right, on right, the right. weeks of you know the hormonal <laughs> imbalance, because yes. then we will be saying that the miserable. life no, no, is miserable. They, they will judge us to be miserable. <laughs> Yes, exactly. But at the moment, really, it's it's just, you know, enjoy life. Yes, yes. And since this is a beautiful life podcast, mm-hmm. what is your practical tip of living a beautiful life? Practical tips. I think that, first of all, you should know your value as a person. Mm-hmm. And you only find that in having a relationship with God. And when you, you know your value, you should not sell yourself short or cheaply. Not yes. sell your dreams even cheaply right. by exchanging them into something that's very momentary or temporary. So I feel that if you want to live a very beautiful life, you should know your worth mm-hmm. and wait for that dream or that somebody to really be working hard and to know your worth and fight for worth and purchase you <laughs> with, with, with... Yes, with, because you have value. Yes, that's yes, why it has to be you know, purchased. You know your value. You know your value. So I think that's how it is when you want to live out. When you know your value, you see that life is really beautiful. Right. Well, that's good. Know your value, know your worth. That's a good thing. So what will be our takeaways for this episode? What would be our takeaways? Well, for me, in our discussion, and which I think um, mm-hmm. in our discussion earlier, even before recording this episode, mm-hmm. I've already thought that, you know, for us, especially mm-hmm. for single people, for older mm-hmm. single people, mm-hmm. Don't let what you are not experiencing right now steal the joy of, you know, enjoying the present. Because really, try to enjoy the journey as they say, cliche as it may be, but really it is. So don't let what you are not experiencing right now steal the joy of your present. Enjoy your present. And I've always thought ever since, like, maybe in the earlier days... Mm -hmm of struggles it can be a struggle in life families relationships or whatever struggle you may have not having enough tuition fee for your college mm-hmm. tuition i've always thought of this line when i don't understand 
God's hand, I will trust His heart. Because really, there are things that I don't understand how He works and why He's doing Mm -hmm. those things. But I can trust His heart that He is wanting the best for me because in the first place, He created me. So why would He want the worst for me? So basically, that's it. When I don't understand the works of His hand, I trust His heart. If God puts you in a phase where you're single for a long time, you just have to live it the way God wants you to live it. Right. There will be struggles. You have to accept that there will be struggles. Mm-hmm. But there are also delights. So you decide which one would you magnify. Yes. Should you magnify the struggles or magnify the delights? If I were to choose, I would have to magnify what I like about being single. Yes. And what is dreadful about being single. Because whatever you put your mind into, that will either eat you. Yes. Or kill you, exactly. so, which both will right, is actually trying to kill you. So, so if you are at a phase where you're single, you decide which ones you magnify, your struggles or your delights. I think that's my takeaway for this evening. Yes, yeah, so that's good. I hope that uh, all of you who have been listening to our conversation and a little bit of revelations, <laughs> revelations, yes, would have learned something from this episode. Let us know what you think of this episode by sending us a direct message over Instagram. Mine is at mwfiman and yours. Mine Jamez. is Maria Jabeza. <laughs> it's when people ask me if I really have Maria in me. No, 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 we don't have Maria. <laughs> I just want to add Maria to make it longer, but so it's Maria Jabeza. Yeah, so that's an Instagram, or you can write us an email at podcast at mwfiman.com. Again, our email address is podcast at mwfiman.com. And uh, we put up a post to go with every podcast episode, so you can also comment on the blog. That's www.mwfiman.com. All the other posts actually have the comments disabled, but on the podcast episodes we have that enabled so you can comment in there and if you find the show interesting please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to itunes and also please take a minute to rate and review the show because that's a big help not only to me but to everyone who actually participates and our guests in a beautiful life podcast we really appreciate the people who actually take the time to rate and review until next week i am emily f iman with my guest Chavez Oberes. Keep believing, keep hoping.